I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com. Post-game practice, lots of interviews out there today, lots for you to listen to, starting off with Bush Hamden, the offensive coordinator. Had a chance to talk to Bush about the quarterback competition and what's going on with that. He breaks it all down. The offensive line coach, Scott Huff, as well as running back coach Keith Bonifa, talked about Savon Ahmed, Sean McGrew, also a little bit about Miles Gaskin, pass protection, a little bit of an interesting conversation with him about the pass protection because Miles Gaskin was really good at it. Uh, Savan Ahmed, he's just having an explosive camp. We talked to Savan and also just a real nice conversation with Chico McClatcher. Chico, of course, took a little bit of a hiatus from the team last year to take care of some personal things off the field and he's back and just looks fantastic. We talked to Hunter Bryan, who's also having a very, very good camp. Just explosive looking tight end as good as anybody in the country. Trey Adams, long conversation with Trey, you know, the starting left tackle. And lots of good stuff from Trey Adams, the center, the guy who makes it all start up front, Nick Harris. And also had a chance to talk to Henry Roberts, who's taking snaps with the at center as well as tackle. Henry's one of those guys that can play anywhere along the line. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Lots of player interviews, and we're going to be doing more and more of these as the season rolls along. Bush Hamden. How are the quarterbacks doing? So I, I'm going to ask you guys the question. <laughs> uh... I think they look much more in control than I had seen in the spring. Yeah, you know, today just uh, too many kind of really good things and then making, you know, mistakes we need to clean up. So I think consistency now as we move forward, obviously moving into phases where situational football showing up, uh, some really, really good learning things and uh, excited to go watch that film. I'm going to ask you about something that's not about quarterbacks. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> what difference have you seen in Chico McClatcher since he's been back? Oh, gosh, I just, you know, again, I'm just so happy he is back. You know, I think he's a, he's a guy that, you know, at least for, for me, when he's not here anymore, it's going to be a sad day because I feed off him. I think a lot of guys feed off him. So that's a kid that will be out here practicing all day and night if it takes. And uh, just to have a guy like that, his influence on the rest of the team is amazing. He said a big part of it for him was learning how to have fun again, finding the joy in football again. Have you seen that in him being out here with you guys, that he's enjoying things? He, I think so. And I think... Uh, I think Coach Pete's done an awesome job, you know, just just making sure and and probably one of the toughest months for these guys, just uh, how grateful we are to to be in this setting and have this weather and be out here doing what we're doing. And so, uh, you know, I think think both from Coach Pete and and Chico's mindset, I think it's uh, carried over to a lot of the guys. Yeah, I talked to Chris Peterson a little bit about this at Media Day, just about the focus from you guys of keeping things fun for them, keeping things light. How, How much does that play into what you do out there? I think it's critical. You know, the times have certainly changed, and these guys are now, you know, all summer they're here working out, uh, you know, and so I think it's just critical to to continue to create situations for them to go out and and be excited because how they practice is how they play, and and that's a goal. How long Well, we feel good. You know, we feel like uh, certainly. Put, put from a quarterback standpoint, giving them some chance to go make plays. Um, and again, it's just it comes down to consistency, I think, across the board. You know, who we can count on, smart, reliable, and really consistent day in and day out. How about the offensive line, <clears throat> the consistency up there? It looked like it has kind of come along a little bit as well. Yeah, it's good. I think we're, we're beginning to, to develop depth there. You know, they've always been probably the most veteran unit we have. Again, I know those guys are excited to put the pads on and, and uh, get things going for real. 
Knock on wood, it seems like everyone's healthy. You know, you have Hunter Bryant, Trey Adams, everything's different than it was last year. Knock on wood, that is the goal. How much does that help early in, in fall camp? Yeah, it, it's it's really important, and I think, uh, you know, our, our our whole athletic training staff and everybody does you know such a phenomenal job here from the standpoint of of understanding seeing the light at the end of the tunnel from the games and the standpoint of keeping these guys fresh and there's a couple guys that are really critical have you ever reached out to Kellen Moore to get him out to get him OC help until now he's a coordinator um I reach out to him a lot to see how he's doing you know we try not to talk too much football but obviously he's a a great resource Chico's really playing at a high level so far in camp. What's your thoughts on, on his play so far? Yeah, fired up. Uh, you know, again, that guy, uh, you know, he, he practices so well day in, day out, and I think that's what you guys see. And, and, and certainly the guys you see out here who take that game approach in each practice, they're, they're, they're going to improve. And so that's the thing that jumps out to me about him. He plays at one speed. He always has ever since 2015 when he got here, and uh, we just got to keep him healthy. Is there anything different about him now as opposed to before he left the team? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I have those good memories of him in 16, and I think he's he's right where he was there. And, uh, you know, that's a guy everybody's pulling for. He doesn't say a whole lot, but his work ethic speaks speaks volumes for this offense. Yeah, we got obviously Nick. Um, uh, Scott Huff. Yep, Cole's been, you know, he, he'll, he'll be back here short, shortly. But uh, we've had Mateo, um, Henry Roberts. Um, Will Pliska, Noel Hellyer, um, Luke Wattenberg's done some stuff there. So we got we got quite a few guys that are snapping right now. Is there any one of those guys you're feeling more comfortable with behind Harris at this point? Or is um, still, still kind of getting a feel. For no, I mean I think they're all you know there's all they all have their pros and their cons, but and they're all capable of doing it. Um, probably pretty too you know a little too early to say for sure. I mean certainly Cole is the guy that um, you know he, he's taken fire. He's got the most bank reps, um, but uh, yeah. I was just going to say, is it, when you decide to move a guy like Corey and then all of a sudden the injury happens with Cole, do you feel like it's almost like Murphy's Law if it's going to happen? No, I don't, I mean, I don't you know. You know what I mean? Does I don't it, know. Well, Corey's thing's just, you know, he's temporarily there. and um, yeah. Well, it's like when it rains, it pours, though. Yeah, it's like you know, the last yeah, thing you needed yeah, was it's kind of the funny. center. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I can see how that is, um, but I think I think we're I think we're in a good spot. I think everybody's, you know, it, this is kind of fall camp and figuring out where, where guys can play and um, – yeah, I think we're. I'm think I'm confident we're going to be perfectly good. When you look at a guy like Henry or a Matteo Mele, for instance, is there something that's more attuned to the to the tackle center thing that maybe we the fans don't see on first glance? You know, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Henry's just been a guy that's been so valuable for us all along that can play all these different spots, and um, he feels really comfortable from the mental side of things, jumping out there and, and kind of running the show and. And it's like we just had to figure out, hey, can you snap or not? And, and he can. And then Mateo, um, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, like, when we recruited him, he hadn't played a ton of old lines. So he's kind of got that body that can play anywhere. He can bend really well. And um, it was kind of, you know, it was like, hey, well, let's – he just seemed like a good candidate to, to start cross-training. And um, he's all – he's you know, he's been all about it. And uh, he's doing a good job so far. What, what, what were their reactions when you kind of threw him oh, the well, center we, curve ball? We, we knew um, – I would say that Henry snapped. Both of them snapped all summer. Okay. You know, I mean, anytime you got a guy that you think can play center, right. why wouldn't you have him snap you, right. when they have some downtime and, 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 and start to figure it out? And Mateo even snapped a little bit in spring, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. played center for us in spring. Okay. Yep, so this right. was something that maybe even off season you guys yeah, kind of. I mean, we just always are in the. 
that's the one position, right, right, that they have that quarterback center exchange, and you just never can have enough of them. Right. In terms of the rest of the offensive line, when you look at the, the veteran leadership and everything from position to position, is this as strong and as deep an offensive line as you've had, and not just here at Washington, but maybe even at yeah, Boise? Yeah, um, it's certainly, it's, you know, there's a big, it's a good thing. But there is a big drop-off. Like, you have the four kids in the senior class, right, with Trey, Nick, uh, 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 Hilbers, and uh, and Hank Roberts. And then you only have one kid in the junior class, which is Luke Wattenberg. So you got five upperclassmen. And then the rest of the guys, if you go back to the spring, they were all freshmen. Like, whether they were a redshirt freshman, a freshman, or they just brand-new incoming freshmen. So you got quite a big you know, difference there. And... Um, yeah, we, do we have some depth right now? Yeah, sure, but we got to develop it too. Yeah, we have bodies. We have bodies. Well, I was just yeah. gonna say is that when obviously you want to get your starters ready, but you want to work on the depth. That's yeah. the constant struggle in fall camp. But when it's acutely aware that there's a drop off there, what 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 can you do? Just keep trying to develop those guys. I mean, we're always trying to develop two and three. Yep, the twos and threes. I mean, that's that's what we we're always striving to do is figure out who the next guy is. Thanks, Keith Bonifant. If that comes with it, that's part of the game. Yep. You got some experience back there. A little bit. <laughs> Feels better to have a little bit of experience. A little uh, bit, a couple of young guys. Oh yeah, no, it's always good. I mean, I'm really excited, you know, with the young guys that we do have. Um, you know, Savon, you know, getting more reps. You know, Sean doing some things. Kamari doing some things. You know, Richard Newton showed some flashes in the spring. Um, you know, so it's really exciting, you know, kind of getting these guys going and just seeing how this develops as a group, uh, especially, you know, with a guy like Miles being gone, who played for four years. Well, you know, it's not just Miles' running ability that you're missing. He was pretty good in pass protection. We haven't got to see any of the pass protection drills so far this year. How are they coming along on that? Good. I mean, um, if I had to say from, you know, if you just going off the top guy, the guy that's probably the most consistent in one-on-ones and things like that is probably be Ple- Kamari Pleasant. Um, Savon does some good stuff. Richard Newton does some good stuff. Um, but obviously, you know, we, we haven't really had any true live pops where you can mix it up and cut and things like that. So it'd be interesting to see how this thing folds out as we get through the rest of camp. Anything make you nervous about any of those guys back there? Anything you keeps you up a little bit late at night wondering about your guys? No. Um, you know, obviously, I'm, we're just trying to coach these guys to maximize their ability. Um, it keep me up if I feel like I didn't do my job to get those guys there. Um, really excited with the effort and uh, the attitude and the toughness these guys come with every day. So I don't have any, um, I guess, anxiety about these guys not being able to play. It's more giving them opportunities to get on the field and execute. From Richard Newton's freshman year to when he came in at spring ball, he just looked like a different guy. Right. Um, Tell us a little bit. Of, you know, a lot of fans haven't seen him. You know, yeah. Tell people a little bit about Richard Newton. Exciting. I mean, he's a big dude. Um, I think he's six one and a half, probably 215, 16 pounds. Um, really pretty good vision, runs hard, physical in the pass, in pass pro, catches the ball well. I mean, he's probably, you know, um, you know, still a little green. But, you know, I think, you know, we're excited about him if he continues to progress as he has during fall camp. He changed his number from 22. He looked like LeVon Coleman there. For, we kept on thinking it was LeVon. Oh, yeah. He said he wanted to get out of 22 because LeVon wore it. If I was him, I'd keep 22 on because I, I think that's a big-time running back number. And, obviously, um, I've always appreciated the way LeVon attacked practice, attacked special teams, attacked the game. So it was a good number for me to have. And then the freshman took it. 
Yeah, Cam <laughs> Davidson, he's going to be good too. I'm starting to like it. I'm, I'm getting shorter and the backs are getting taller. <laughs> I think Richard Yu was also a quarterback in high school, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. How much does that help him in the pass catching? Because he seems to accelerate. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, he catches, you said catching the ball? Yeah, he seems like he's Yeah, he has decent hands. I, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say, you know, I think Miles had exceptional hands. Um, you know, I think he has pretty good hands for a running back. He's probably above average. Not to dog him on this little recorder, but I think he, I think he catches the ball well. Where does Kamari stand in terms of, because it's obviously Savon, Sean, Kamari's been getting his reps. I, you know, at this point, I think we got a, a good, good core of guys with Sean, Kamari, Savon. I think Richard Newton's in that in that pack as far as guys that have been here. Still trying to figure out how good, you know, Cam Davis is going to be. You know, Malik Braxton is showing some things. Um, to say where he stands, I'm just really trying to see who's going to be consistent. And obviously, we're only in day five. We have not put on full, uh, full pads, so I don't want to make that determination right now. I think as you previously talked about lightning and thunder, is this, this room doesn't seem like it has thunder, but it has a lot of lightning with Savon and Sean's. But yeah, I, I think, I mean, Savon probably be the only lightning, maybe Sean a little bit, uh, just because of the way he runs the ball. I think, excuse me, I think with Kamari, I think with Rich Newton, I think with Cam, I mean, those guys are going to be a load. You know, you got two young guys that are really still developing in Cam and Rich. So, you know, obviously early, it's like, you know, I'm not sure, but if those guys keep developing how they were, it's going to be a lot of thunder and maybe just a little bit of lightning. You know these guys better than anybody, you know, and Savon, even yep. though he's built, he's got... He's that Ferrari, Maserati, or whatever. Can he really take the pounding through the middle consistently like a Miles did? You're going to have to ask me that in November because we haven't started the season yet, so I don't know. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, I, I will say this. Like you said, the guys put together is a physical, um, you know, takes his uh, exercise and all that kind of stuff with Saha. Seriously, I do think the guy is um, tough. So we'll see how he, how he endures during the pounding because we know this is a tough position and a tough sport. So we'll see what happens. One last for me. Have you yeah. had a chance to talk to Miles since his uh, football camp started? Yeah, I've talked to Miles. It seems like he's doing all right. I think uh, it's funny. I think he's really in the my two cents, and obviously this is my two cents, which is really worth one cent. Um, <laughs> I think he's in the same position that he was when he first got here, where there's guys there, um, you don't get a lot of reps, and then finally you kind of get a chance as long as you just keep doing what you're supposed to do, and hopefully he gets back on. I actually shot a text to him earlier. I'm pretty sure he texted me back by now, so I'll probably have a better answer There's later. no doubt he's just going to do his thing. There. Oh, yeah. he's. I mean, he's a football player, and he loves it. I, you know, I'm excited for him, and, you know, I think, you know, if he does what he's supposed to do, somebody's going to be really happy with him. Savon Ahmed. Everything in my game, so not just focusing on one thing, but just all around. Is there anything you're doing differently this this offseason to prepare yourself to maybe be a, a guy who's going to have more carries than you've had before? Uh, just being more focused. You know, I think I've I've been a guy that's you know been able to lock in on details, but I think it's it just comes down to being more than that. Just watching more film, um, just working out harder, doing extra stuff, and staying after practice, and just locking in those type of things. So that's that's what I've been doing to improve my game. You have the three guys, you and Sean and Kamari, back from last year, played a lot. What? How do you guys complement each other? How do your styles kind of complement each other, do you think? I think we all just bring different things to the table. You know, it's like a three-headed monster. You can put either either one of us out there, and we're all going to bring something. So, you know, I'm happy I get to have those guys, you know, with me in the backfield. And I just, you know, every every down every down either back could be in. So I'm excited to see Sean, excited to see Kamari go. How would you describe those two guys as runners? Sean, you know, just an explosive player, obviously. 
Uh, Kamari, he he can be an explosive player too. He's also a power back. So you know it's best to have the bo best of both worlds. So I think those guys are due for a big season. One long run breakout on the last 11-on-11 11 11 period. What went right on that play? Is it good to start to see those? Uh, I think it's just great execution by the offensive line. Um, you know, I was able to see it, but you know, it starts with those guys up front and it, it, them being able to communicate. And uh, so that's that's what they able to spark that run. Obviously, you know, Keith plays a lot of guys, a lot of running backs. But I mean, if it comes to, you know, you getting. 20 plus carries in a game. Do you feel like you're a guy who can kind of handle that and, and be your best in the fourth quarter? Yeah, you know, I'm working working really hard to just be durable throughout the season. And you know, you know, say some more to happen. I know I got guys in my corner that that could do that as well. So I think overall, as a backfield, we got a lot of guys that can contribute. And uh, I think we're all going to be ready for that moment. How do you work on durability? Uh, I practice running. Yeah, uh, just doing, doing. Yeah, I mean, just doing, doing what they, doing what they have us do every day. You know, practice isn't isn't easy. You stay conditioned. You know, stay in the weight room throughout the season, and uh, just stay durable. Just keep your body, keep your body ready to go at all times. Eating right and different things like that. Yes, what, um, do you keep in touch with Miles now that he's in uh, Miami? Yeah, absolutely. I talk to him every day. Every, every day? day. Yeah. What do you guys talk about? Just life. I mean, we don't really talk about football that much, but you know, when we do, he just kind of. I just kind of ask him, you know, how he how he did it, just kind of, you know, things he did. I know it's like different things in the weight room that he's been telling me about just throughout the season that he was doing, staying after practice, doing certain things. And, you know, obviously when I was when I was first coming here, I would do those things with him. But, you know, I'm kind of here on my own now. So it's kind of up to me to make those decisions. And so just trying to do those things. But other than that, we just talk about life. That's like my brother. So it's just a regular phone call. Is he still claiming that he's faster than you? Uh, yeah, probably. We haven't talked about that one in a minute, but he probably knows. He probably knows he's not. But, <laughs> but nah, yeah, we haven't talked about that one in a while. What he did was uh, get five yards on a reliable basis, and it wasn't always the home run. Uh, do you see that developing into your game now when it's not there, the long distance? Let's settle for four and five and keep moving the chains. Absolutely. Just, you know, just keep moving the chains, like you said, and just, just being productive. You just want to be a productive runner. And so, just being able to contribute those five yards and, you know, you, you pray and hope for the big ones. But, you know, as long as you can get those five yards, three yards, just the team's going to be in good hands. So that's, that's what I've been working on. That's what we've been working on as a backfield, not looking for the home run every time. The guys in front of you are pretty much the same that you had last year. Uh, how big a deal is that just to know the nuances of their blocking techniques? I mean, it's fantastic. The offensive line, they execute on everything very well because a lot of them are veterans. So, you know, they know what to expect. Nothing's going to come new to them. And so I can't I can be more thankful to have an offensive line like that in front of me. Um, I know the team team can be more thankful for those for those guys. So, you know, I'm excited to see them go, and I'm excited to see what we can do with them in front of us. I think we all from a distance think, you know, new quarterback and there's going to be issues handing off, that sort of thing. But these guys were all in the program for the most part last year except for Dylan Morris. So is there a good uh, sync, a good rhythm when there's the handoffs with whoever's quarterback right now? Yeah, you know, I think Coach Handman Coach gets them right, you know, as far as getting getting the handoffs right. I think that's the least of their worries. Uh, that's something that comes second nature to them. So, you know, they, those quarterbacks, they work hard throughout the practice. So uh, whenever we get in there, I'm not thinking, oh, is this going to be a bad handoff or not? I know, I know they got it handled so when it comes to, to getting those tough yards between the tackles is that harder to rep during camp when it's not live contact you're not you know guys aren't actually trying to bring it to the ground it's hard hard to know where a running play would actually end and all that uh definitely i mean it's hard to simulate it because you can't really simulate a game in practice but you know you just do your best to keep your legs going uh finish your runs and that's that's what we talk about a lot so i think a lot of it comes down to just finishing your runs not giving up
do you feel like you're different at all physically than you were a year ago? Yeah, definitely. I feel faster. I feel stronger and just feel more confident. And so I'm definitely a different player than I was last year. And that's how I think you want to come into every season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How'd that slide by? It goes by so fast, man. Um, I mean, all these years I've been here, you know, it's been a true blessing. So, I mean, I'm just happy I'm back on the team and, you know, just taking each day by, um, just taking each day slow, Um, you know. These years have gone by so fast, and I just, you know, I still feel like I'm a freshman, so I'm just, you know, I'm happy that I'm back with the team uh, for my senior year, and I'm just, you know, I'm just ready to get better each day. You look really enthused. You look like you're really into it. Was there a time when football was kind of a job and maybe it wasn't for you anymore? I mean, last year it kind of was like, you know, I was going through some personal things, you know, on and off the field. I didn't feel like I was playing to my expectation. You know, my body wasn't feeling right. I was dealing with some things, you know, with family and everything, but, um, you know, I just took I just took a step back and just realized the important things in my life, and you know, talked to Coach Pete and Coach Adams. Um, yeah, Coach Adams, and you know, I came back and I'm not feeling good right now, mentally and physically. This is family though too. Hmm? This is family too. I mean, they they never really lost sight of you, did oh, they? Oh yeah, yes, sir. It's always family with this team. Um, you know, you know, these guys are my brothers, and you know, I'm just I'm just happy I'm playing with them. How hard was it to be away from the team? I mean, it was hard. It was hard, you know, just, you know, being at home, watching them on TV playing, you know, I wish I could be there. But, you know, for me, I was just dealing with some things and I just wasn't really, you know, engaged with the team and, you know, being with them around that time. But, you know, right now I feel way better with them. And I'm just, you know, I'm just focused on being a better person each day with them. Can you just describe the reaction when you returned? Reception. <laughs> I mean, it felt normal to me, man. Um, you know, you know, mentally, you know, I took a step back for football. You know, wasn't really thinking about it, but you know, I was still, you know, watching film, you know, of the player practices and everything. And you know, I feel like I haven't lost a step yet. But you know, I'm just, you know, right now, I'm just, I'm just glad to be back. You mentioned Coach Adams. Is he kind of a breath of fresh air for you too? Oh, he is. He is. You know, Coach Adams. He recruited me out of high school my sophomore year uh, when he was at Eastern, I believe. Then. Senior year, that's when I uh, declined Boise State uh, for our, for a visit and took my visit here at uh, Washington. So he was kind of bummed, but um, you know, me and Coach Adams have like a brother-brother relationship. You know, he he knows um, my best friends that went to Federal Way, that played at Eastern, and everything. So I mean, I don't, I don't look at him as a coach; I, mean, I look at him as a brother. Tell me about this receiving group where a lot of young guys going up and getting the ball. Impressive. Oh, it's very impressive, man. We got a lot a lot of young guys making uh, plays. Um, you know, it starts with the veterans, though. You know, they see the veterans make plays, then it, it encourages them to make plays. So, I mean, they're balling out right now. Kind of different without Jake out there for you? I mean, it is different. You know, we, we all miss his leadership. You know, Jake's a great guy and a great quarterback, and, you know, he's going to do big things in the NFL. But, uh, you know, we got four great quarterbacks that you know, are ready to take the lead, you know, if they're called upon. And, um, you know. It's going well with them. <laughs> How are you different right now compared to where you were a year ago? Uh, mentally, I'm a lot stronger. Physically, I'm a lot stronger. That's all I can give. You. That's all I can give for you. Hunter Bryant. Was this third year now? Yeah, it's gonna be my third year. How do you just feel about third year, third year in the offense? I mean, I've had a lot of growth and everything, 
And just as an offense, we've grown and changed a lot since I first got here, too. So it's kind of been cool to be a part of that. And just how we've all evolved as people and um, really just as players. And like, it's funny looking back at old film now. And because I still watch old film just to see what I was doing back then. And just watching it now is com- two basically completely different players and everything that I have, like, in my bag, basically, that I can do. And so just going from now to then, it's a huge difference. And, and it's a lot of fun. What was that? What was that 2017 player and what's the 2018 player? Uh, 2017, he was just raw. I feel like he was just a raw athlete who just loved making plays like when the ball's in the air. Now I'm just a lot more calm and relaxed and I could really just read defenses more and read defenders and when DBs are covering me, I could read what they're going to do and kind of react off of them instead of just trying to, I don't know, just kind of like the high school mentality, just Mm -hmm. go make plays. Like I'm a lot smarter now, so. Has that, has that evolution changed your role? Or do you feel like your role has changed because you've evolved and sort of understand things better? Um, I don't really know what my role is like at this point, like what the coaches want. <laughs> I just want to go and be able to do anything they want me to do and like help the team any way I can, you know? And uh, so, yeah, really whatever they want me to do, I want to be able, like really just be able to do it, you know? And so I just got to be prepared in everything I do so I can do anything they ask me to. Are you a tight end or you're a wide receiver? What are you? Tight end, for sure. Tight end. Talk about some of the mental challenges you had to go through, battles that you went yeah. to through uh, while you were rehabbing last year. Um, I mean, rehabbing is definitely it's, it's hard. It's definitely hard on the athlete. I feel like any athlete that goes through it, or just that time away from the sport that you love can be mentally like a burden on you. But me being able to be here every day and with my brothers and this family here, and um, I mean that helped me out a lot. Being able to talk with pal, sit with all the coaches, and just watch film, and still be able to better myself in the game of football without actually having to play. So like that mental part played a huge role in my rehab process, and that gave me like something to look forward to, like just hope, something to do that involved football, like ways to better my game. The, the catch you had against Ohio State, the one-hander that you had, mm-hmm. is that something you practice uh, with the quarterbacks every now and then? Just Because uh, I know that OBJ says he, he goes out and practices some of those catches. That he yeah, makes. definitely. I mean, I don't really go out and practice it specifically, but, like, if I'm in a situation where it's needed, like, I could pull it out. Like, I did it a lot in high school with uh, G. Scott, and we kind of did that before every game. And uh, so, I mean, I, that's definitely something I have in my bag still, but I don't purposely go out and do it. What's it like having Chico McCletcher back on your football team? He's an energizer bunny sort of guy. <laughs> yeah, definitely is. He's a little, he's just a little ball of muscle. Like he really is. He just runs around everywhere. He's an energy. He's a spark of the offense, really. And anything we need him to do, he can do, which is so impressive. And I mean, incredibly quick, incredibly fast, uh, great hands. Like just a great athlete and a playmaker. So having him back is huge for us. Shoulder pads on for the first time. Picture day Saturday. Starting mm-hmm. to feel real in camp now. Like you're getting closer to the real game. Oh yeah. I mean, it's felt real for a while now. I've been waiting for this first game all summer, just to be back healthy again and really playing the game I love. So now nah, it's definitely it's definitely getting close, and I'm pretty excited. It really is night and day for you compared to this time last year, huh? Definitely. Yeah. This time last year, I was just starting to walk again. So. I mean, it's just crazy looking at the progress. If you're mad during, you know, recovery or after it happens, then, you know, you're not going to recover as fast. There's actually studies on that. It's like good attitude towards recovery and getting back. It helps you get back faster, and I believe that, and I did that, and it worked for me. So. Have, you, have you transitioned completely out of 
because they talk about there's rehab mode and then there's actually football training mode. Have you, do you feel like you've transitioned from that rehab mode that it seemed like you were in for a while between the knee and the back to now being in football, I guess football mode? Yeah, I mean, they're always, the coaches and trainers are always smart with us. You know, they know that we're going to take a beating. And obviously with people who have surgeries, a lot of guys on this team, you know, you got to watch out for the spot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're always safe and smart with our training and we adjust what we have to. And But for the most part, I mean, I did everything in summer. Haven't missed a practice in fall camp. Um, and that goes for all the line. I mean, I'm just excited. This group's going to be good this year. When's the last time you felt this healthy? Um, probably before I got hurt. I mean, there's not much uh, I can really say about that. I mean, just I just feel good. Happy I'm playing again. Happy I'm practicing. It's just fun. You said this this line will be good. Why? <sighs> this line, I mean, this line. I think we really gel. Um, we got these guys have started all started last year. Nick started for four years. I've started a lot of games. Um, and I think we're just all really good buddies. I mean, off the field we hang out, um, and I think that really plays a big role in you know how how you play on the field is if you're comfortable and you trust the guys, and even the twos are doing well. I mean, all these guys are kind of they came from um, Coach Pete's recruiting classes, and you know they're handpicked, and all these guys are, can play, and we're just excited. And I mean, we're we're just having fun. When you have a, a line that's as cohesive as and together as you guys are. How much can that make up for when you have questions at skill positions? Like, you're having to replace Miles. You're having to replace Jake. Like, how much of a, of a, of a security is it knowing that the line really isn't something you have to worry about? Uh, I mean, we still got to get better, obviously. Every day we're going to get better. But um, those guys, Jake and Miles, were obviously big parts of the offense. But, I mean, there's nothing you can do. They're gone. So this next guy's got to step up, whether that's O-line, you know, D-line quarterback and we got some great guys that are going to fight for those spots and got a lot of guys that are going to fight for the line spots and it's, it's exciting i'm happy and happy to be playing you've got a little bit different perspective of the program since you this is your fifth year and you committed really really early right. how, how different is this program now to when you committed way back when uh I, I wouldn't say it's different i'd say just my view of it is different um you know just being here so long you get to really close with all the coaches get really close with all your teammates and it's just fun to you know see how far we've come because we come in with all of what we had 25 guys I don't know how many we have now but a lot of my the guys that came in with us are they're not here anymore they either transferred you know retired or chose something else so it's kind of cool to see the guys that we've been here since day one working and still here and you know I'm, we're old like compared to all these freshmen these kids are seven Nate Kalepo just turned 18 yesterday I mean it's just cool to see, you know, where I once was and now where I am and where all my buddies are. It's just it's life, man. I didn't get a chance to talk to you really too much about last year, the Washington State game. You, you know, you weren't expected to play as much as you did. You weren't, I don't think you were back to the normal Trey Adams, but just how much fun was that there? That was a great, uh, that was like the best game in, like I've ever played in. Not like from a performance standpoint, but just like fun. Um, when you got playing in snow, you're slipping and sliding, and you don't know what's going to happen, and you're cold, but you're warm at the same time. It's weird, and it's just that game was probably one of the, my favorite games I've ever played in. Um, and yeah, I wasn't expected to, to play much in that game, um, but you know, Jared went down. 
I came in and I kind of just had to step up and then I played in the Rose Bowl, so that was fun. Is it kind of a confidence boost for you? Definitely. I mean, it was a confidence boost just to get in, but it was also because the, the, ter- uh, the field was so um, snowy. I mean, if you can play on that, you can play on grass. So just from like being able to balance and stuff like that. This is your fifth training camp. How is this team different than previous teams? Um, I'd say for the O-line, we're just really close. Like I said before, I mean, we all hang out off the field, and we're all pretty much best buds. We all watch film together when no one else is here. We're all doing the same stuff off off the field. And, you know, with me and Nick and Henry all being the old guys, um, we, we've we been best friends, me and Hank and uh, Nick. Nick's my roommate. We've been best friends this whole time. So as us as leaders, we kind of gel each, with each other, whereas – Last year's seniors might have not have been as close. I think that plays a big role because, I mean, all the younger dudes look up to you guys. Look, I mean, look up to all the seniors. So if we're, we're close and we're showing them the right way and we're having fun, I mean, that's they're going to take off from there. Have you had a moment where you feel old? Uh, yeah, I mean, just being <laughs> sore in the morning and what else? I don't know. That's about it. Just sore in the morning. Sore in the morning. I mean, I'm just – Getting facial hair, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> a, the, I have a baby face, so. <laughs> you do. With a new starting quarterback, uh, do you feel like the O-line's going to be a little more leaned on uh, than you were in the last couple, three years? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, that's something you got to find out during training camp. I mean, both, all three of those guys, Sermon, uh, Eason, and Hayner, are all playing really good right mm-hmm. now. And, you know, we don't, I don't really know who's that quarter. I mean, I do, but, like, I don't really care at this point. I just, O-line's going to block for whoever's back there. We're going to have fun doing it. We're going to kick ass, and it's just fun to, you know, it's fun to look and see that battle happen just because we, we know those guys off the field and we know how hard they work, so that's going to be cool to see. And, yeah, definitely miss Browning at points, but, I mean, just from, like, being such a good friend, and but he's off doing great things. So, Caleb, I believe today went in for his heart heart procedure. Have you had a chance to talk to him? Yeah, I talked to him a little bit. He's doing well, um, obviously. Great um, outcome in the draft for him. I'm so happy for him, and he's he's uh, he's going to do great in the NFL. I mean, you saw him here; he's tougher than shit, and just the best dude. A couple years ago, you caught a pass. You've been lobbying for that this year. Kept uh, getting no, in the playbook. I don't want that again. <laughs> I did not want to catch a pass, just because I don't want to fall or fumble <laughs> or anything like that. So. Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, no passes for me. Carrots be the best that they can be every day. So that was my main focus. It wasn't really myself. It was just the unit in general. Yeah. And Nick, I was kind of curious, just, you know, beginning of fall camp, you're all ready to go. You got Cole behind you. You got Corey in the loop. And now all of a sudden Corey goes to play tight end and Cole's hurt. What, does it all feel like it's, when it rains it pours and everything just kind of all happens at once for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's football stuff happens. You know, you can't really control energy, yeah, injuries and stuff like that. So, um, 
you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do my thing, and I'm sure whoever's b behind me, um, if something, God forbid, something happens, will be ready because I'll be right there trying to help them. So, um, you know, it's football, it happens. And like, talk a little bit about uh, Henry and Mateo and, and kind of the, the challenges that they're facing coming in from the outside and being moved in and kind of learning the whole position. Because yeah. I know you had to kind of go through it a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, definitely when you move from tackle and tackle to guard, I mean, well, tackle to center is definitely a transition. Um, it's a lot more nu small nuances that tackles usually don't really realize and a lot you have to c control out there and um, that's just the main thing. It's just just controlling the game is the main thing that I'm trying to uh, help them with. I'm just realizing that it's more than just you know getting the ball to a quarterback. You know, it's it's a lot more. You got to read the defense. You got to you know make the calls. You got to you know change stuff at the last moment. You also got to get the ball to the quarterback. So there's a lot of things that they're not quite used to um, that I'm trying to help them with, and they're they're definitely coming along and they're getting a lot better. You know, they both good football players. So. You know, we're just working on it every day. I was going to say, is it, is it communication? Is it technique? What do you think is the, yeah, I mean, it's the number lot. one thing? It's both. I mean, I mean, it's all of that, you know. It's, playing center is way different than playing tackle. Those guys are right on you and tackle. You're on an island. Um, it's more of a it's more of a passive game. You, it's it's more of like a chess match. And center is just you know they're on you. So you gotta you gotta be quick. You gotta you gotta know angles. You gotta know your leverages. It's it's a it's a way different ball game. At the same time, it's the same thing. But you know it's it's just the the game is right there. And you, and it's so much other stuff going on that you gotta focus on. So that's that's the main thing. Who's been getting after you a little bit? Uh, nobody gets after me. Um, it's more they, they are pulling Let's on put me. it this way. They're trying to get after They're you. trying to get after me. They're trying to stop me from getting the linebackers, but it doesn't really stop. It just rips my jersey. But um, Are you going to try to protect yeah. the names of the, of the guilty? Or? Yeah, I'll, I'll protect the names of the guilty. I don't want, to, I don't want a, a case after me, so I'll protect that. Yeah, I plead the fifth. What does having a healthy tray mean for you guys as a line, mean for you personally? Uh, I mean, it's good. You know, his energy is, you know, one that can't really be duplicated. He's a he's an interesting human, uh, to say the least. Um, he's one of my good friends. So, you know, I'm just glad that he's back and he's in good spirits and he's feeling good and he's moving good. And, you know, he's just building uh, every day back to um, just 100 percent. I mean, he looks pretty damn good right now. So, you know, he's just building back his game and he's, he's going to be ready to go. And I'm glad to see it. You saw him much of down moments. Yeah. In the last two years, I guess, what was, how'd you guys keep him from just being like, screw it, I'm not going to. Yeah, I mean, it, the same yeah, I mean, the thing is, he never really had that many down moments. He's just a naturally, like, happy person, a naturally, like, fun person. So he never really had down moments, but there were times where he would get angry at the situation. I just tell him, look, bro, it's, it's okay. Like, it's not just, just go through it and, you know, focus on getting better and don't get too down on it, you know. You know, he, he got through it, and now he's back and, you know, ready for a big senior year. So I'm excited to see him, you know, get through that stuff and get back on the field and, you know, laying people on the ground. What's what's the most interesting, interesting thing about Trey? Yes, I don't know. You just said he's an interesting person. He is pretty – he's pretty interesting, but uh, – I don't know. He's just, there's just, uh, I don't know. There's so many things. There's just so many things. I, I don't have one thing right now. All right, give me like two or three. All right. Uh, one, I mean, he cuts all his food with like a machete, like a small machete. <laughs> I don't know why. There's like knives, the regular knives all around the place. And he like uh, refuses to get his car like 
serviced by anybody else. He does it himself. He tries to do it himself and looks everything up on YouTube. And I just tell him, go get it done by a professional. He goes, no, I want to do it. So What kind of car? An Avalanche. Chevy Avalanche. Pretty old, too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's constantly needing work. Constantly, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got Henry Roberts. Henry, I was just curious, when you going all the way back to Bellevue, mm -hmm. I mean, when you were wearing the 52, how many different positions along the offensive line did you play? Uh... I think just one position back then. Did but, I mean, I, fl I, fl I flipped sides based on I me mean, because, you know, Bellevue's a wing tee. Right. So it was like, you know, strong side or weak side. But other than that, just one. Was it always just tackle then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, always tackle. So you, so you never really had any experience inside until you'd come to Washington? Yeah, no, I never had any experience really at offensive line, like the, how the, we do it in college other than the wing tee, you know, just line up, put your knuckles in the dirt and run off the ball. Right. So, I mean, other than that, other than maybe just the real – basic fundamental type stuff mm -hmm. what was the hardest adjustment uh, I think a lot of it was like the a lot of the technique stuff I mean I'm still like working on all of that um, and it's also tough when you get you know these amazing defense linemen like Levi or Josiah or Benning like right in your face and then you're thinking okay I gotta you know snap the ball which is new to me and then block one of these guys and make sure everything's going right there's a lot of a lot of things going on I was gonna say at least to tackle you might have maybe a half step to Kind yeah, of see, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't want to open the gate too much, but at the same time, you feel yeah. like, okay, they're coming at me, but I can react. At center, clearly, that's a that's a whole different kind oh of fish. Oh my gosh, yeah, like today, like I didn't really understand, like the, I mean, it, it these first couple days, right? You think, oh, it's fun, it's cool, it's awesome, you know, yeah, it's hard and it's different. And then today, you know, like we lined up in that, you know, that last drive there. And we're under center, and there's a couple yards to go, and I look up, and there's Levi in a four-point stance right in front of my face, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, like, they've got a pretty big task in front of you. So, so I was going to say, you know, in spring, obviously, you were taking some reps there as well. What, what is the difference in intensity and when things get ratcheted up yeah. in fall camp? Yeah, well, so in spring, I think I, I think I played left tackle and some guard. I didn't play any center. I thought you uh, were taking some snaps, though, no? Uh, no, not at, okay. not at, yeah, not at center, okay. uh, just, like, pretty much everywhere else okay. but center. Um, and then things, you know, just how they things kind of shook down this uh, off season, um, with like our personnel and guys stuff like that. Then I need they need someone to step in, and I'm, you know, I'm, if I if I can play or get more opportunities to do something, you know, it's just like the more the more I can do, the better. I think that I want to be for this team, you know. It's like the old cereal, the life cereal ad. It's like get, just give it to Mikey, he'll like it. <laughs> yeah, just give it to me. I just want to do whatever whatever helps the coaches out, whatever helps the guys on the team. So it sounds like in the summer, that's when you really started kind of getting into the nuances of snapping the ball. Yeah, and then you know this last like the last week of summer when we had off, you know, uh, Nick actually called me and said, "Hey man, you know, get ready to roll. You're going to be playing center with the twos during starting fall camp." And that then it kind of like you know, oh, crap, this this, this is kind of real. So then on top of that. You know, we learned that Corey is being moved to tight ends yeah. because of the issues there. And then on top of that, then Cole gets hurt. Does it feel almost like, okay, not only is Nick telling you, oh, by the way, you're going to get reps at two, the guys that were probably going to get the most reps at two are all go they're gone, at least at least for the beginning of yeah. fall camp. No, but yeah. I mean, I it's crazy, like, how it all worked out, right? Because I thought I was going to be playing, you know, left tackle or right tackle, maybe some guard stuff. You know, but now, gosh, I mean, I'm, I'm getting – like all the reps, like I feel like a freshman again with all the reps I'm getting. I'm playing left tackle, then playing center, and then playing center with the ones when Nick is, you know, on the, you know, doing this treatment stuff like that. So it's, I mean, it's getting a ton of reps. I feel like freshman year again. <laughs> so, so when it comes down to it, do you feel like you have to kind of put the bulk of your mental energy and focus into the center thing because you probably know the tackle position as well? Or, how, I mean, how difficult is it to try to balance the two? Well, yeah, so I think, like, on the mental side, 
I got uh, the tackle stuff is kind of pretty much like riding a bike right now. There's yeah. always things you can get better at and like, you know, learn. But I think for, for the most part, I have a good a good feel of that. But the center stuff definitely in like meetings now and in you know what walkthroughs or whatever it is. Like I'm, I definitely have to be paying more attention because you're kind of, you know, the field general of that and you got to know what calls to make. Um, but as a, as opposed to like going from center sets to tackle sets, it's it's a lot different. So I mean, that that's where I need to get used to is, you know, playing center one drive and then doing all the center type of sets and center type of blocking and then the next drive go out to tackle and then try to block like a joe tryon guy it's just right. a, a little bit just gotta learn learn it you know so so are there any similarities at all other than the fact that you're in a line somewhere along the offensive line mm, i mean i think once you once you get contact like once you get them and hit I mean, it's always kind of similar but i just right you know kind of just put the helmet on and if you play center fullback or whatever it's like hey all right you know as a 50-year guy though what what is that experience and what is that kind of game time how is this going to kind of all factor in in terms of how that's going to help you maybe ramp up your learning curve and things like that at center yeah well you know i just i think that it's it's great um to do kind of kind of be able to do all the positions and i think it helps the coaches out a ton and it helps our you know guys out a ton but as a fifth year senior like obviously as a freshman you come in and think man, I got to go to the NFL or I got to go do this or sure. I want to go do all these things. And then as you get older, you kind of realize more of reality and you kind of start to realize like, hey, man, I'm, I'm a cultural player and I'll enjoy this now. And I start looking for different options. So my mindset has shifted into being like, OK, realistically, I'm not going to go to the NFL. If I get drafted, it'll probably be to the military. Let's be honest, you know, but, you know, but uh, but like I think my mindset now is like, hey, just do whatever helps the team. So, you know, so I think that if something happens to Nick or if something happens to um, one of the tackle. I mean, I, I don't want to jinx anything. Right, but right, if right. something ever happened, I think that I would, you know, feel pretty confident to go in and be able to, you know, hold my own. And plus, you guys experienced that a couple of years ago with Trey. Oh, yeah. I mean, and so, yeah. I mean, you guys kind of lived it a yeah. little bit. I mean, you had to go in there and really oh, for sure. kind of perform. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've definitely been, been put in situations like this before. So I think that's just, you know, now with the center stuff being thrown in there, it's just another situation that I'll be ready to put, be put in if I if they need to. So, Henry, do you, do you think, do you kind of consider yourself the Swiss Army knife for this? whole group then like yeah i mean i don't know i like i like to go home and i just think that i like to work hard have have fun make sure everyone else is having fun focus when we can um but you know like hey if they need a center i can play center if they told me to go out and line up at you know corner i would be happy and smile and go out there and do that stuff so i i I would say you know yeah i mean all that said though do do the guys try to maybe take a, a chance to rib you a little bit when the tackles are all of a sudden seeing you go in and all of a sudden the centers are seeing you kind of do your thing? You're, you're kind of being pulled in different directions? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, so. yeah, a little bit, but I, I also kind of enjoy it because it's just, you know, if I, I look at it like this is my last, like, five months of football, so I'm trying to be pulled in every direction possible. Sure. Do they act Do they act differently? Do the tackle guys in the tackle room, do they act a little differently than the, the interior guys? Do you, do you get a sense that they're... They, they, they treat things a little differently? I think the tackle's a little bit, nah. I think they're, for the most part, I think they're all the same. Okay. Uh, I think that they have a little bit different mindsets when it comes to, like, pass pro and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but other than that, I mean, we're all such a tight group. It's, it's There's really no drop-off or any difference at all.